tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> It's over 9,000! What is up, everybody out there on planet coronavirus, or as we used to call it, planet Earth? Yes, we are back with another amazing episode of Otaku. I am your host, Gregory Darkside Holmes, joined in the studio today by my good friend and Filipino brother, David Sabal. Ohio! And also joining us as well is the ever captain of this crazy fucking ship, Mike Flores. <laughs> so, we've been away for a bit. And there's a lot has been going on. Yes, yes, we are going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus because what else news is there besides being told to be, in, you know, injecting disinfectant into yourself to combat the virus um, or just, you know, blowing your brains out, and not even bother getting it. <laughs> so everybody's seen the news on Facebook, on all the, you know, pop culture nerd platforms, especially now even on Anime News Network. Uh Anime Expo 2020 has been canceled due to the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, this announcement came shortly, I believe, before or after San Diego Comic-Con decided to cancel their convention as well. So right now we're looking at basically uh, Anime Expo 2020 is now being moved to Anime 20, Anime Expo 2021. 2021, yeah. Um, so would it be 2020 then or would it just be 2021? <laughs> so the way that they've, they've stated is that anybody that has a ticket for 2020 can... Uh, I believe they're working way till for you to roll it over um, or you can get a refund depending on what you want to do. Uh, I believe most fans are just going to roll their tickets over to 2021. And this, uh, this clears up everybody's schedule con wise, if I'm not correct, because those were the two big ones that everyone was wondering, are they going to continue? Well, every, everybody was wondering about uh, San Diego comic con. And that's kind of, the, I mean, that was kind of the, the big one. So if that one went under, then you knew everything else everything is kind of going to start going under. Follow suit. Um, I think we should not tell the, the furry con that um, there's a coronavirus and we should just get them all in there. And that's when we can finally get rid of them. That's is that, a, is, that mean, is that not a, that's a little, that's a little much. Oh. You, could, you could have oh. a yif party at that point. Oh, Jesus. But Craig's all like, I have furry friends. I, actually, <laughs> I have furry friends. I, I, actually, I actually do. I, 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 didn't, I, I know. Which is, I know. That's why you what's, what's funny is that I didn't know that they were furries until they came up to me at a con and gave me a hug and my first reaction was like, what the fuck? And it's one they, of those things that, you know, you, it's like the skeleton in the closet thing. Well, no. And then, then, then they take off their head, their, their, <laughs> their sec, their, you know, their animal head. And they're like, Hey Greg, it's me. And I'm like, why didn't you fucking say something to me when you walked up? Because I literally thought <laughs> it was just had to be like this awkward hug did, moment with some random person in a furry suit. Did they like go up to you by sniffing your, your butt? No, they're not like, no, they, they didn't. So I shouldn't, so I shouldn't break out my old furry costume and basically do that to you at a convention. David. <laughs> so the shit that I have learned about you during our friendship, I, I never want to see you in a furry outfit. <laughs> I never want to hear about it. I don't ever want to think about the other shit that you've told me that I really don't know why I am now privy to. David isn't a furry. The way he's looking and he's oh, fucking David, I hate you, Dave. Hey, you. Dave, do you see the studio door right there? <laughs> never come back. <laughs> As I said, don't when pet I was my younger, dog. Don't even look at my dog. When I was younger, I experimented with a lot of things. David, so how do you ex most okay. people experiment with drugs and sexual? Yes. 
and yes. sex. Yes. Drugs and sex. But there's more things to experience, Mike. So you experiment with like piracy and, and furries. All like. right. So I'm going to move this boat right along <laughs> past this. So again, we have Anime Expo that is canceled due to the coronavirus, which really sucks because they had a lot yeah. of stuff planned, which now makes me kind of wonder if they were going to move those plans forward to 2021 or if they're going to kind of change them to make it fresh so that people are like, oh, yeah, I remember they were going to have those guests, you know, last year. But then the coronavirus happened. And then it was like, oh, sweet. So, like, it's going to be, you know, coronavirus remembrance if, like, they do the same shit they're going to plan to do this year. But do you think that basically it's better if they actually just, you know, start from scratch? Just do something completely? Yeah, well, th- yeah that's, that's the thing is that you don't – anything that ha- – you know, everybody's like, oh, like, they're doing this. Um, like, oh, cool. I was expecting – I wanted to see this guest really bad. They, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not saying they shouldn't bring those guests back out still, but I'm saying they should also put out new stuff as well. And it's not to be like – Here's Anime Expo 2021, which was supposed to be Anime Expo 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So are they doing that? They're actually trying to hold over guests for the it, it really it so it much like with um with Phoenix Fan Fusion that I do that I do work for as well. Mm-hmm. For those listeners, I do run the anime department um for Phoenix Fan Fusion, which was Phoenix Fan Fest, which was Phoenix Comic Con. <laughs> yes. Um with guests, it really depends on their schedule at that point. Um, with guests for like Anime Expo, since they're voice actors, and Anime Expo brings over a lot of guests from Japan, um, it really depends on their schedule. It really depends on what about the temperature though of the market. Like, let's say there's a, a certain guest because whatever they were working on at this time is really hot, so it makes sense to bring them on as a guest. But what if hey, a year later, um, their work isn't as so that's that's kind of been the thing with like recent anime, especially with, yeah. um, for example, use My Hero Academia and um, Demon Slayer. I'll just use the American one, um, uh, the or the American translation for the the show, or it's a Yoketsu no Yaiba, I think it is, is the Japanese. Yes. Um, those shows are are still immensely popular. Um, so okay. any guests they get for those shows are always going to be big. That's the um, thing especially about anime. and especially next year is the second story arc for. Uh, Demon Slayer is coming out yeah. as a as a cinematic feature. So the whole story arc, um, the whole Demon Train arc, which is what it's called, is going to be all completely done in in a film. And then the th- then you can say like the second season or you know the third you know the third story arc will come out um, as an episode as like a TV show. Yeah. Um, next year too, you have also the return of Bleach, um, which they're finally going to do the um, hundred year. Um, anniversary of him. No, 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 the hundred, the the hundred year year war uh, or blood war. Um, so that'll be really, really cool to see. So those things like will carry over, um, because there's a lot of shows that have, I don't say a cult following, but it's, they're a diehard fandom. That's why when you go to conventions, even though, you know, Naruto itself is no longer, you know, making episodes, there's only Baruto, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm going to be honest. I thought Baruto was a joke. I thought somebody made it up. (laughs) You and me both. (laughs) Um, but you'll always see people dressed as those characters, um, because they love those characters. Like you'll still people see people dressed up as a, uh, what, you know, the guy with the giant sword Zabuza, was that his name from Naruto? Yes. You'll see people still dressed up as him. You'll still see people dressed up as, you know, Gara of the sands, um, or, you know, his younger version. So that stuff will carry over. Um, because the fandoms k- still carry it. Yeah, a- anime has been one of those ones that, regardless of like time, I noticed that basically if the anime connects with the fan base, it's pretty timeless. I mean, you have like fans still clamoring for like series that 
where back in my day, like Ranma one half or uh, Ryuno Kenshin, I still see people cosplay Ryuno well, Kenshin, they, which is amazing. They just, Funimation just put Kenshin back on their streaming platform. Yeah. And, um, and you, it's, anime's been one of those ones that basically, it doesn't matter how, how, how old the anime is. If people find it, there's still that fandom it, and they yeah. still support it. So, so going back to my first question, it really doesn't matter because no. anime stays hip year year round. Yeah, yeah year after year, it's always going. I but mean, whatever's hot now will probably be yeah. just as hot. Well, I mean, in look a year. at. I mean, you got to look at One Piece. I mean, that fucker, that train's oh still going. God. That's yeah. like hundreds of episodes in. So, but besides Anime Expo, um, other conventions that have been uh, affected have been Anime North, Fanime, uh, Japan Expo, um, Anime Next, uh, Comic Cat ninety eight. Uh, Comic Cat ninety eight is a huge one because that's usually where a lot of figures and stuff are are, debut, are you know shown off. Anime Japan, um, a whole host of conventions have been canceled due to this, uh, you know, which makes everybody wonder what'll happen. Especially conventions that happen around this time in you know in Japan, um, especially since they've moved the the Olympics back you know back to twenty twenty one. Yeah, how that will affect you know the convention uh, circuit schedule for that you know that time of year during that time. I think uh, they should put all these conventions um, instead of canceling them. They should just move them to Russia or North Korea because those two locations, those two countries, are the only countries that aren't suffering from coronavirus. Apparently, that we know of, according <laughs> to them according and to their them. propaganda ministers, like they don't have any coronavirus. I figured let me just move everything over there, business <laughs> as usual, right? Uh, I don't know. Not, I don't think it'd be that easy. <laughs> hey, just trying to make a fix here. Hey, you know that's hey, you know it's a, that's a thinking. So, um, either then, that or we just keep the conventions and just spray everyone down with Lysol directly <laughs> into their their pie holes as they walk in, and then and also anuses. Oh, and anuses. Wow, Jesus. that might be kind of fun. No, that'll that's just, that's God. <laughs> Come here, treat you like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> oh fuck! Lysol goes up your ass and out your mouth. Oh man. But again, along with that show, a lot of shows have been affected as well. Um, One Piece um, has been put on hold. Yes, the new the Digimon Adventure, which has been I, I haven't looked, I haven't watched it yet, so I'm unsure if it's a re-release of the original show or if it's a re. I don't want to say a redo, but like a retelling. It they, seems like it's a retelling, just from so what I've seen. That's been put on hold. Uh, Pokemon has been put on hold. It's another yep. big one. Um, Baruto again, Naruto's son. Uh, a lot of second seasons, third seasons have been put on hold because of this. Uh, a lot of uh, Crunchyroll has uh, Crunchyroll, I believe, Funimation will have, have put a hold on their simul dubs, so they'll still release everything, I believe, and do sometimes do subbing, but the dubbing that they usually do along with that at the same time is going to be put on hold um, to lessen, you know, people traveling and and being in, in large groups to do and that. And basically, like studio and travel time, if I'm not correct. Yeah. And then two, uh, let's see, Fate Stay Night, another big, uh, you know, fan favorite that has a huge, huge cult following. Uh, their third movie, Heaven's Feel Spring Song, uh, is being delayed along with, and I'm really fucking pissed off about this, uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 yeah. is now being delayed. Wait, I didn't know there. Were, there's another one? There's yes. new ones? Yeah, so, so, so Evangelion years ago, they started doing Evangelion 1, uh, 1.0, 1.0, You Are Not Alone, 2.0. You cannot advance. Right. And basically what they did is they took the original series and basically condensed them to to movies that have updated yeah. um, they animation. And they changed some they changed, they changed some of the story. The story. <laughs> um 
which I don't mind. I actually I like I like the story that they did. And actually, what's really cool um, for those that don't know, until I believe April th- until the end of the month, or I believe until mid May, you can watch the first three films, the first three new Evangelion films on YouTube on YouTube for free. And the, I'll be honest, like the but these are new stories. No, 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 it's, it, it's, well, it, so they are and they aren't. So there's some stuff that they changed from the original TV series yeah. and there's some stuff they've kept the same. Because what they did so was new animation or just new changing, animation, new animation. And they, and it's, it's a, I would say an updated story. It's an updated story because you get like in the first movie, they stay true to what happened in the series. But then by the second one, they do a left turn hmm. and change the story completely and I've been known to actually be one of the very few people who hates Evangelion. And I got to see 1.0 and 2.0. And I actually loved those two movies. You're a savage. Yes. For saying you hate it. I'm wondering if these 1.2.0 are even good. Are they, What no. about you, Greg? Because you and I both liked Evangelion. The, so I would say. In I fact, would, we I, reviewed it. We did. And I yeah. would actually recommend watching these films if you like the show. Really? Um, it doesn't destroy it? No. It's no. what the thing that I like about it is that it takes, it takes a lot of the old like so, and this and there's an article we're gonna talk about later in the in the, in the show, but mm-hmm. talking about how the episodes of the original series there is I I don't want to say there's a lot of filler, but there is a mm-hmm. lot of episodes like where it really went into kind of the mental and psychological effects of like what the of what the children were, were experiencing, yeah. experiencing, and the movies kind of take that and they condense it. You still get the same feeling, but they condense it and. I almost want to say it's it's a bit of a smoother storytelling. Yeah. Because they don't they don't have to go from episode to episode. It's all kind of a flu a fluid uh the narrative ride. is much more f- yeah. fluid. And so, that's what I really appreciated about the two movies. Interesting. The writing was just like, wow, this is really fluid. It doesn't come to a screeching halt to me. Because I understand that Evangelion's a, it's it's a Hallmark classic. I'm sorry. Well, it's yeah, a, no, it's it's one of those it's one of those shows where growing up with you have anime. to appreciate yeah it's it, one of those shows know? that when it came out you're like if you saw it you're like i want to know what happens mm-hmm. so um so i'm really sad that that's been delayed because yeah. i've been waiting Same i think here. everybody that's been watched that's that's seen the, the previous oh, films man, have been yeah. waiting for it and they've done teasers and promo videos left and right and you're like fuck just release the goddamn film already um and then actually so speaking of hallmark classic anime shows um the live-action Cowboy Bebop has also been put on hold. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, the Ultraman Taiga New Gene Climax live-action show is also on hold as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well pretty much everything's going to be on hold. Yeah, every, I mean, everything's on hold. These are just some more of the notable ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, the lists are huge, so I, I'm not going to go over everything. I was um, I was actually bummed about the Cowboy Bebop because I've been nervous about that for a while now. Yeah. I'm not completely sold on the I'm, cast. Well, because I, the, it's always it's been in production hell for how long? Well, it's always so decades? originally it started it, originally it was talked about as a movie that they were going to do it as a movie, and then it was always teased that Keanu Reeves was was going to be Spike, yeah. which would have been cool. Which, which everybody like was like, I don't know, because back when it was announced, really everybody only knew him as you know from Bill and Ted. They only knew him as the younger generation. You know, they only, that's, that's what the, you know, and they knew oh, and, and Neo. Yeah. But then when he did John Wick, everybody's like, oh fuck, that'd be really rad. And then when they announced the cast, that everybody's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, and then, but it's one of those things where now we don't know because there's there hasn't been much press for it because it's now on hold. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which is weird because it's it's a it's going to be a Netflix original, right? Yeah. So it, at some, whenever they re 
restart everything. I'm sure they'll start a you know promotional campaign. But what's going to be amazing is next year because while they're postponing everything, you got to expect that the following year is going to be huge for anime because all the titles are going to just be starting to be announced. And then you have to deal with the titles that were postponed. It's going to be right. a flood. It's going to be a flood of stuff yeah. coming out the following year. Well, I've got right. to think that there are things that are also being pushed out because of the coronavirus epidemic, meaning episodes, series that might have been scheduled to be released let's say in june july august september but for the most part have been sitting in the can finished for quite some time and now we're getting those early because i know a lot of other american television studios and production houses have done that with various shows that they had planned uh many studios are releasing things early trying to give people something to do yeah to watch so and then you know and then 3.0 which is 3.0 plus 1.0 which is called thrice upon a time Oh, um, you know, so hopefully clever. it will be out next year. Um, so I might check those out. I at first it sounded like a horrible thing, but if you're telling me it's a fresh, it's, yeah, it's it's a, a fresh, fresh take, take on it, and it's and it, there's new animation. I thought you were saying they're doing like a Macross thing where they take no, no, it's it, not where they take and they no. rename and they slap oh, okay. a fresh yeah. coat of paint on. No, it's it's completely new animation. Um, okay. It's actually, I, I like it a lot. Um, it re reinforces how much I love Asuka. Um, yeah, she's one of the characters that really comes out. Is there any if weird, there's ever, if there's ever been a chicken on eye patch that I would fuck, it is her. Oh, like, geez. <laughs> so is there any like weird coming of age moments where it's very awkward for the young boy that is in the tub and the, the bathroom yeah. next to him? There's, the- uh, yeah, there's, um, <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah, okay. Yeah, you're just gonna have to yeah, you're gonna yeah, watch you're it. You're gonna have to watch it. Because, Those are great yeah. moments. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really weird moment. So kind of romantic, but also really weird. Uh so found this as I was going through the news updates and just kind of seeing what's been going on, uh sifting through all the you know, the COVID nineteen, you know, CoronaCon twenty twenty uh news updates. And uh this I thought was kind of interesting. Uh so one punch man. Uh, which I would like to kind of, I, I kind of always compared it to like, this is like Goku on crack. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so One Punch Man reportedly gets live action Hollywood film from Venom and Jumanji writers. Yes. <laughs> um, so, which now this makes sense because somebody posted an image of The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart um, photoshopped to look like Saitama. Saitama. And, um, <laughs> what's the, the robot character's that. name? And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, okay, haha, funny, funny. And then I saw this, I'm like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Um, I have a question for you, Craig. Yeah. Okay. One Punch Man, is that a comedy? It is. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's an action comedy. Like, it's not a straight up comedy because there are there are some serious moments. But There are. But I mean, overall, the overall premise is absolute comedy gold. Yeah, because hmm. Saitama is... So basically, if you take any superhero... And you just overpower, like you just make them super overpowered to the point where you're just like, well, he gets bored. Yeah, he gets bored because he does not get a good fight out of anybody. So basically, that's why I say it's like Goku on crack, because Goku yeah. always gets a good fight out of somebody and he has to train, get stronger, come back. And then he wins with Saitama. Saitama just beats them. There's no yeah. there's no it's it's really there's no like 
there's no build up. Ba- build up battle. He just literally goes up and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get my fight," and then he hits them and they're de- and they're yeah. dead. And, and the, he's like, "Well, shit." The, re- the the question and the narrative that I really the reason why I love One Punch Man because it's it tells the superhero story like what we see in comics and turn it turns it on its head is like just like what Greg was alluding to. You get so powerful. Well, if you're the most powerful person in the world, you're gonna live a boring life. And that's the whole thing about why it's a satire and it's a dark comedy because like Saitama throughout the entire series is like going, I got to do something to keep my sanity. He loses his mind because he tries to coupon, coupon cut and he gets so obsessed about it that he he kills a guy, he kills a villain because the villain like stops him from using a coupon that's at the grocery store. Yeah. And I liked, I loved One Punch Man because it, it, you'd think that basically, oh, it's going to be like shitting all over like comic books and everything. But no, the narrative is actually really cool. Well, yeah, because he starts off, he's like, I want to be a superhero. I want to be a superhero. You know, and then what's even funnier is that you have to test to be a superhero. You have to go through and you have to get your license. And he goes through and he just beats everybody. Beats like, everybody. His, his record, his time is like, you know, all of his tests and everything that they put him through. He's he's the top guy. He's this and that. And they're like, what the fuck? And it gets to the point where he he wants to test the other heroes, but they don't want to test it because he's going to kill them by accident. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what what they do. Um, I, I liked. I, I thought the Jumanji films were fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't think Venom was ba- as bad as a lot of people no, thought it was. No, neither did I. Um, <laughs> So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. It's just totally different styles. Yeah. That's where I was going because, yeah, I enjoyed Venom for what it was. And I enjoyed the Jumanji movies. They were funny, but that's a weird combo. It's it's a weird move. And the thing is, so, you know, um, it's being, it's said to be produced by Arad Productions, which is known for all the Spider-Man films and the Ghost in the Shell adaptation that was done for Sony Pictures. Um, and apparently Sony's very keen on One Punch Man, seeing that it might have franchise potential. Um, I just hope that... Are they, they going to cast Scarlett Johansson as One Punch Man? I don't, I'm just, I just, just wondering. I, just I don't hope, know. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is that there's there's nobody that you can think of that could play Saitama. Saitama. And I mean, every other character you can kind of look at, okay, I can kind of see this actor or that actor playing it because... Every other character is, I don't want to say he's more flesh, is fleshed out, but there's more detail to their yes. look. Saitama's face is it's bald and it's a very basic eyes, nose, and mouth. It's a very, you know, basic anime look. Like, yeah. you know, super, no detail, nothing at all. And it's just, who are they going to get that, that can, I might say that, you know, that has that plain type of face, but who are they going to get that's going to at least look closely to, to it? It could and, be cosmetics involved as well, though, yeah. or, or visual just, effects of some type. Not just look of Saitama, but also the thing I'm I'm just worried about, One Punch Man is a character breakdown. They, I hope that they understand that whatever they do, they understand what the theme of One Punch Man is. <laughs> because it's very easy to kind of look at One Punch Man. Like, say, for example, if you've never seen the series, I've always seen people that haven't seen it before and they tell me about it and they think like it's something completely different. Well, that's the thing is that that's so when I read this and I saw it, I was like, okay. And then I'm like, well, I go ghost in the shell adaptation was, was for me. And I'll argue this till the day I die was actually a really spot on adaptation of the ghost in the shell franchise. I agree. 100%. You're in a a room that basically agrees with that. 
so seeing that they did that, you know, they took the Shiro, you know, base um, imagery material and they're able to take that to live action. Yeah. Um, and do it successfully. Um, so I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not as worried as I would be about this, about Arad productions doing a one punch man, but it's like what you said, David is, are they going to understand, are they going to look at the material and understand it? Are they going to, you know, take it? That's always key. You know, that's, and that's the thing is that you understand the source material, right? I mean, that's, that's something we always talk about on this network. You know what? It doesn't even need to be a perfect adaptation in terms of page and word for word. But as long as they understand the the material. Yes. Because then, because if they don't, then you really run into the dangers of having another Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. Or Dragon Ball. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, I, fuck, I forgot about that Dragon Ball film. God damn it, it David. That's, the, the Airbender was worse. Yeah, well, because and and that's even, like a one percent on the R and B score. Yeah, and that's like I, that's even I think it's like a negative a hundred on the R and B score because like M Night Shyamalan ha- had a chance to be like to I would say to redeem himself, um, but he's like I'm he's like I kind of get I get the story cool I'm gonna do my own thing I'm gonna do my own thing dude it's just I'm just like no you don't like it you're like with that. You were de- like he dealt with a fan base that was extremely vocal with yep. how he did it. Yeah, and with anime fans in general, they're very vocal. Um, yeah, there'll be some that be like, you know what? I didn't think it was that bad, and they're the the fucking weeboos that don't you know that probably haven't seen One Punch Man and they're like, oh, it's fine with me. It wasn't just a bad adaptation; it was a bad movie. Oh no, it was a fucking horrible it, film. It, it, like I, mean, I felt bad for the kid that played Aang because. Yeah. He was like a he was like a martial arts champion, and like that's why they t- they picked him. I'm like, that's cool. They got somebody that can actually do. And now he's trash. Arts. He's and, probably living you know, on the streets of yeah. Japan. Poor kid. <laughs> you know. Now he's just like, well, I used to I, I used to do martial arts, and now I I can't even go back to my my dojo. And now I beg for cash and supper. <laughs> Please uh, give me food. <laughs> Will airbend for food. But that's the one thing that, unfortunately, like video games, anime anime adaptations. Sometimes uh, it's so difficult. It's very difficult because I don't, I never understood it, but actually recently a friend of mine who's a writer actually explained it. It's a cultural thing because if you think about it, anime is written for a different type of culture than us. And when it transitions over here into the States, into Hollywood, they take that and they say, well, that's not going to work for us because well, because they have to look at bringing people in that bringing don't know in, the material exactly. that have never seen the show to make money. But I think now, as years have gone on, and this is, I, I would say the same for video game films and comic book films now, is that studios are are now looking at the source material and trying to make it as, as close, you know, taking that and making it as close of an adaptation as possible while still doing something new yeah. for people that have never seen it. That's why I'm glad you brought up the last Ghost of the Shell film because while yes, it didn't do well in the box office, if you if people gave it a shot, it's actually very it's it's very well done aesthetically towards what the original the, 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 the original material was. They you, literally you, got everything right in that movie. If you look at if you look at the comics it's fucking spot on. If you look at the the yeah. show, it's spot on. Um, the thing that I, and I've done panels about, about live action adaptations. And I always bring this one up and I always, I will, I will, I always, I ask for audience participation because I love people getting in. I love debating it with people. I will go, okay, so everybody's mad about Scarlett Johansson thing. 
the major. Well, she's not Japanese. Well, Shiro's even said that she's been in different bodies. Like she's been in so many different bodies that nobody knows if she, it doesn't matter because nobody knows if she was really, you know, what her original body looked (laughs) like. like. And I go, but everybody's pissed off because she was played by Scarlett Johansson who was white, but nobody's really pissed off that Edward and, um, uh, Alfred, uh, Edward, the Elwick brothers. Yes. Um, were played by, you know, play, you know, Edward was played by Japanese dude in a shitty blonde wig. They're German. Like that, <laughs> German. that, like all of full metal alchemist is in a very Germanic fucking country. Yes. Yeah. And the funny thing is though, is that yes, I think that, well, not the funny thing, but the, the sad thing about the whole ghost in the shell adaptation was that it was never given a chance to succeed because it was riddled with controversy. The moment it was announced because Scarlett Johansson was taking the lead and the thing that makes this even worse is that, for the most part, Japanese audiences didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They didn't care they, that Scarlett yeah, Johansson they, wasn't Japanese. It was the if, racist United States yeah. that likes to, they like to pick up every cause that's not theirs. Well, the United States is what destroyed this movie because the folks in Japan were interviewed. And they're like, what? Is this a real question? Like, you guys are mad about this in and the they, U.S.? And they... and. A lot of those people that they interviewed that they asked in Japan, what they thought about it, they said, as long as they go, as long as she's good. Yeah. Like, they're like, we don't care. Yeah. And so, I'm just you know, hoping something doesn't ha- happen to One Punch Man because we love to create controversy and the controversies always destroy these movies. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's why, like, the live ad- the live adaptation of Akira is ta- is taking so long because everyone's like, oh. Yeah. And it's like, look. Well, there was problems that um, well, I mean, DiCaprio there, was the producer of that. Yeah. He owns the right. He owns the IP right now, and he or the uh, not the IP. The um, yes, the right to make the movie right now. And people are upset that a white man owns the option. That's the word I was looking for. That a white man owns the option for this film. Like, Akira. like, who cares? Exactly. Who cares? As long as you're I not. I think everybody should give it a shot. I mean, if he went so long without winning a fucking award and, you know, putting out, you know, fucking blockbuster performances, that's like, look, guys, if he's going to fucking put as much heart and, like, soul into, like, getting this film made as he does his fucking, like, roles that he's in. Yeah. Like, give the, like give it a fucking shot. Mm-hmm. But we won't know until it's made. But everybody's already judging it. So. Everyone judges it. Can you imagine uh, having an Akira live action? Holy shit. Oh Dude, God. the it's- one thing I want to see, and this is when I saw Akira as a kid. I wanted that fucking bike. Yeah. I wanted that oh, bike everybody. so goddamn bad. Like I started like when I got old enough to like, you know, start learning how to drive. I started looking up articles on, on people who've like tried to make the bike. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I'll see if yeah. I can buy it. Fuck it. Um, the but, moment we see that in live action form, I can just, I can see it now. Let's say the movie finally gets greenlit. The first thing, you know, the first image they're going to release is the is bike. The, is the bike. Like, you know, they, that's they, what they're going to do. The best way to like, to start promoting that film is to recreate the iconic poster where it's Canada yep. walking to the fucking bike. Yeah. And if they, if they recreate that bike perfectly and that whole, in that whole scene, they got to win. They, that's a win. Yeah. Like that. They've already won. Canada, Canada walking to the bike and Tetsuo sitting oh, on the road. That fuck. Like the when like he's now, just like special effects there. now for um, Tetsuo. Yeah. Is going to be amazing. But moving on to our final article, and this is, why I was happy that, you know, one day when you were here and Mike, you were joining us as well is this basically talks about how expensive was it to be an anime fan in the nineties versus now? Oh my God. I so, think these people that wrote this article listen to our show. 
Yeah. Because I read this article. I I read this article. Like, wait a second. This is like, this is exactly like almost word for word of some of the things we actually talked about. Yeah. I think we might have inspired this article. Which is funny because now it's just like. It's recycling. It's recycling. So, (laughs) but. And I, when I read it, I'm like, fuck this, like so much of this is true Yeah, it because is. now you have Funimation, you have Crunchyroll, you have High Dive, you have um, all these, uh, all these streaming services that are coming out or that are already out. And Crunchyroll is $6.95 per month. Um, Funimation is $7.95. Um, or they have a cheaper version if you just want subtitles only. Um, so what is that? Like $23, $35? No. So Funimation is $7.95. The, um, no, I mean all together. Oh, all together. So Crunchyroll and Funimation, that's uh, 13 bucks, like 13, yes. 14 bucks. If you get, if you pay for a oh, full year, it's more, but month to month, it's about, you know, 15 bucks, maybe 20, depending on, you know, what uh, Funimation service, what level of Funimation you get. So 14 bucks a month to pretty much have an entire library of anime that would have cost us to have that exact same library if you more if you, than a mortgage for a home yeah if you, if you look if you look at it where you depending on who the company was that was producing the the vhs tapes you were looking at between 20 bucks to 20 to almost 30 bucks yeah or and then but 50 bucks if, if, but it, if it was limited but it, but that all but also too that came down to if it was limited if it was a film if it you know was subtitled if it was dubbed um if it had more than one episode on it mm-hmm um, for those for those listening and not understanding when we say more than one episode, VHS tapes would have one, maybe two episodes on it. If, if, it you, had, were lucky, yeah, if you were lucky, if you were lucky, if the company was smart two. enough to put two on there, you were paying more than twenty bucks. You yeah. were paying almost thirty, sometimes thirty. Again, it depended on I who the company was. Fifty or sixty bucks for one cassette a few times, and this is why I bootlegged a lot. Of right. But see that. But see. <laughs> but then too. But look. But David, how much did you pay for? Uh, how much did you pay for for a set of blank tapes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you, you paid what, like, expensive. what, blank, blank VHS tapes and packed, what, four, three or four bucks? Three or four three, bucks. three or four was like three or four bucks. Yeah. If you got, you know, um, the nice ones, they were maybe 10 bucks, yeah. you know, a little bit more. Um, and then you had to pay for shipping to shipping. the guy that was going to sit there and record the episodes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had to, then sometimes you had to pay him as well, pay that person as well. So you're looking at it now. And then two VHS box sets. Yes. Those are at minimum, at minimum, $100. And when I, uh, that, when I, uh, when I started Getting big into collecting the anime box sets. Box sets. Box sex. <laughs> what is box that? I'm kind sex. of God damn it, David. <laughs> box Wrong show. Sets. But like when I got big into collecting anime when I had a job, it was a, it was insane. We, and you'd have to sometimes fight to actually make well, sure. Well, yeah, you no, but you had to also to not only fight, but you had to like if you knew the release date of the of the, of the tapes, you had to be there. You had to be one. there. You'd have to run down to Suncoast Video. Yep. For those of us that remember Sunco's video, you had to run down. You had to be there at fucking open to fight other anime fans to get it. And especially with Evangelion. Yes. You had to fucking fight. If you were like, I'm getting nothing but subtitled, you had to fight to get subtitled. Subtitled. And literally, if you did, if you went and subtitle was gone, you bought dubbed. Yeah. You, you, you're just like, fuck it. I don't have time to wait. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking. I want to know what happens. I hated myself, too. Oh yeah, I was like, he, like, motherfucker! I got a dub tape. Yeah, and I, I fucking hate myself right now. I look back and I always feel like, man, I was like a spoiled. I was like acting like a little fucking spoiled brat. And like I would get tapes for Christmas or my birthday, and it would be a dub. Like fuck, I don't want dub. Yeah, same here, same mom. Here. I said subtitled. Yeah. You didn't listen. This is fucking bullshit. We're all the same nerd. <laughs> my mom thought she was doing something so nice for me. She saw I saw you eyeballing that. uh that anime for a couple of weeks every time you'd go to the mall 
I, I, I decided to buy it for you. Oh, thanks, mom. And then you go to watch she it. She walks away. I look. I'm like, mom, it's fucking <laughs> you do this to me? But, you, but the thing is, like, you never say, you never really yelled at them directly because well, they you're just like, understand anyway. They understand. So, so you're just sitting, you're just like, you just like, you say it so quietly, or you go to your room and you're like, you scream to your pillow. It's not subtitled. It's not the same. Oh, dude. dude I they, they don't understand. Non-anime fans don't get it. They're like, why would you want to listen to it in Jap- Japanese? Like, yeah. that doesn't make sense. I'm like, oh, it makes sense. I remember <laughs> me and my oldest friend who was, he got into anime collecting with me. And it's so funny because on his birthday. He his got birthday? The, uh, on his birthday, he got like the entire set of Evangelion, right? From his parents. We're talking all those freaking tapes yeah. in one box set, yeah. and that costs like probably two hundred, three hundred bucks. Three hundred, yeah. And he opens it like, oh, cool, we can watch it all over again. And I, I look at it and says, hey, it's dubbed. And then he he absolutely like lost his mind and was like, this is bullshit, and started throwing the tapes across the room. And then he murdered his mother. It's very <laughs> sad story. Like, and I think about it now. I'm like, yeah, we were very passionate. Anime fans get really passionate. That's 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 what, that's really what that's really what drove the Mendez brothers to kill their family. Was you know <laughs> they just get they like got a, they got they got one dub tape. Um, you know, it's actually um, it's actually debatable that all pa- crimes of passion actually stemmed from some <laughs> asshole in your family <laughs> buying <laughs> buying a dub tape when you were a kid. <laughs> I mean, the real Our story. Mental health is the is because. Some we we had this we had to settle for dubs sometimes, and the shitty thing is the reason why Nicole Brown Simpson got stabbed by OJ, <laughs> OJ. was because she bought him a OJ. dubbed tape. OJ's like, bitch, bought me a dubbed tape. Bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> bitch, I wear isotoners. You think I need to watch a dubbed tape? <laughs> Give me that Japanese language, bitch. <laughs> you been sucky, sucky, love you long time, motherfucker. Um. Hey, Mister T, now for some reason. <laughs> but back then, dubbed dubbed was it wasn't good. Oh, dubbed that's, that's, was like that's the so F that's to, to to yeah to to clarify for the the newer listeners, the younger different. listeners of the show. Yeah, back in the nineties, dubbed was shit. Dubbed was crap, and it's nothing. And it's not against the voice actors because a lot of voice actors that were around then are still around doing oh, yeah. great shows now. But it's when they did it, they're like, ooh, yeah, the story for this, we don't know about this. Because we can like, maybe get this to teens, maybe adults, but let's change the story a little bit, make it a little bit more kid-friendly. Yeah. And you're like, no, this, there's no kid-friendly about a lot of these shows. Like, Rama One Half, nothing kid-friendly. Um, but along with VHS tapes being, you know, 19 to you know 20 to 30 bucks, manga as well was, oh, wow. before they started releasing, you know, whole volumes, you had to buy them as, as a comic book mm-hmm. that had maybe... A couple of chapters in it and so those were anywhere depending on who was publishing it was two to four bucks volume one of ghost in the shell the manga was a hundred and ninety dollars yeah yeah you had those or, fucking you know you had those ones like where they're like oh we're gonna put it all out as a graphic novel and then you're paying 40 bucks sometimes like back in that day or even I, the original I, shonen jump shonen jump when that came out you'd have like pieces of the story pieces of the manga that you'd be reading and then you'd have other manga which sounds great but then you know like when you think about how much you'd have to buy magazine wise just to collect and just even one story over. dude if so it's way more expensive oh than, than it is now because now because now you have you can um like crunchyroll 
has Crunchyroll Library, which you can yes. read a lot of manga on. You have other services. You have a lot of fan sub sites. Like you have Manga Rock. You have Manga Bird. You have all these sites that have fan sub fan, translated manga that they put up that fans have done. And you have so much access to it now. Back in the day, it was like, well, shit. Um, all right. I really want to read, you know, Fushigi Yugi. Um, yes. All right. I'm going to pay four bucks a piece. Or like for me, I was trying to read. I was trying to collect the entire Guyver series. Oh my god! Yep. That was a pain. That, in, that was, was a pain awesome. in the ass because I had bi- I always had bits and pieces that span from the beginning of the story to the middle to the the fucking end, and I'm like I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's like some weird shit's been happening. So I don't know what happens <laughs> from like this chap like the end of this book to the beginning of this book, but some weird shit fucking happens now. There's like two new Guyvers. Um, Can we bring that back, please? Can oh, we Guyver get a reboot was, series? amazing they did a reboot series early 2000 late 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. they um, also did a movie with mark hamill on it it was terrible <laughs> which is funny because bad. as a kid when i saw the, i saw the anime first and i saw there's a live action i was like oh sweet and i watched them like the f- what i was like the <laughs> fuck is this no like I, I was just happy to see like a live action version of the suit yeah whatever like and then there's the, the second live action film yes which somehow took which place in the woods Dark guyver yeah, I don't know. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, the fuck is going on here? And I'm like, but I watched them because I wanted to watch as much yeah. Guyver shit as possible because I couldn't find any more episodes mm-hmm. because either Blockbuster Video um, didn't have any more of the tapes or they weren't getting them in yet or Suncoast didn't have what I needed. Yeah. Um, so the amount of money we collectively spent. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, in the early days of the VHS days of anime. The th- we all three of us could have bought two homes, yeah, or one, or you know, each bought a home three times over easily because this article is trying to compare the two, and I'm like, there is no comparison because they're saying, well, anime is an expensive hobby now as well because of figurines and collectibles. I'm but, like, yeah, but you're you're including collectibles, but even but even like back in the day, like collectibles, collectibles were, were way more exactly. I had Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 7 figures. Final that, Fancy? I didn't know there was a Final Fancy. So stupid. Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 figures that was made for the manga that came out during the success of the game. I'm like, I'm going to buy those. Those are cool. And in the catalog, it said 7 bucks. No. That was a fucking lie. No, it was $29.99. That's what it was. $7 was shipping. <laughs> I, when it was all said and done, one figurine cost me $90 to ship yeah. here. I mean, Greg, you remember our times in Atomic. I used to collect the anime figures like crazy, especially the female ones. Yeah. Well, no, any, any figure. So for, for those listeners, for those listeners, oh, yeah, any, any figures yeah. that we, that the three of us bought back in the nineties. Now, if you, if you, you look at the same like size character, whether it's, it's posable or it's just a statue. What we paid back in the day was hundreds of dollars to are now like it's un- like, there's a lot. There are a lot of them that are under a hundred under a hundred. now. But if you import them from Japan, you're going to pay around that price. <laughs> but because you're importing it, you're having somebody else, you know, either find ship it for you or you're having a store that is mainly in Japan. That's like, hey, we'll ship worldwide, but you got to pay customs. You got to pay, you know, a VAT tax, you know, so the figures are still kind of. You know, depending on where you get them and, and you know, whatnot, they're still around the same, but it's not as as scarce as it was back in the 90s. Yeah. No, because I mean, if you wanted to find, like, a Ghost in the Shell figure, if you wanted to find Final, any Final Fantasy, you want Dragon Ball, yep. any mech figures, not Gundam, any mech figures, 
I remember buying a figure from Macross Seven. It's a stealth bomber, um, Val, uh, stealth bomber, um, Valkyrie uh, fighter. Yeah, that was eighty dollars as a $80 kid. Eighty dollars, right there. And that was in a shop down in Sierra Vista, which is a, which is where my grandparents lived, which is an hour and a half south of Tucson. And the guy was surprised that I knew what it was, and I was probably like 10, 11, I think, is when it, Macross Seven came out. And the, the the hilarious thing that is why I am a pirate because whenever I not only bootleg VHS tapes, like I use the advantage of going to the Philippines once a year to bring back oh, no, I know. stuff because you bring me back shit and you brought me back a Naruto backpack, which was sealed in a fucking like sealed plastic bag from the factory that had fucking condoms in it. Yeah. And like, I like how you just say, yeah, like it's a fucking normal thing. Oh yeah. What's, what's about odd about condoms. that? He's almost thought about that, Greg. No, because it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a sealed bag from the factory. So like yeah. it was in a plastic bag from the factory. So like they, they oh, wow. and so it was, they were in Jesus there Christ. and it wasn't like they were thrown in there. There was an inside pocket they that used? was, no, oh, they were, they were, it wasn't like they were just thrown in there. They were in the little zipper pocket inside the bag and the pocket was zipped over. So somebody took the time to put <laughs> them in there and zip up the fucking pouch. Yeah. And, and I'm like going, I, that's the reason why I would buy stuff overseas and just bring it back with me. Oh, yeah. But the funny thing is having to explain that to my wife going, why are there condoms in there? Fucking I don't know. <laughs> but that's the thing. And then that's because that's I'd be the, fucking. That's why. Be fucking. Come on now. We're going to fuck now. That's why. <laughs> um, God, I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing is that. For us back in the day, that's why we started tape trading. Yeah. Because we could easily buy a set of tapes and, and mail them to somebody who did a fa- who did fans. Can we just call it theft? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's we, why we, we started we, stealing. That's we were we were circumventing, you know, we were supporting, <laughs> but also circumventing the anime industry in, exactly. in the nineties. But but the shitty thing is that we we circumvented it, but we also supported it <laughs> because we're like, well, shit, because this guy no longer does the fans, so I have to find somebody new. He got arrested. I don't right? I don't know anybody else now, but. The article, like, comparing them, it's like, there's streaming services now. There's so many companies yeah. that now stream anime. And it's not just Crunchyroll and, and, and Funimation. It's Netflix. It's Hulu. There's a shit ton on Amazon now. Like, you have to look for it. But it's there. It's there. And that's the thing is that what's so great about it now is that if there's a show that I really like, I'll buy the Blu-ray for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy or I'll buy merchandise for it. I mean, I love fucking, um, yeah, I do. Um, we've already discussed, we've already fucking covered that, uh, Boku no Hero or My Hero Academia. Yes. I'll buy merch for that all day long because I can go watch this. I can, I've bought the movies. I can go watch the, uh, series on Funimation and, and that's, and I can rewatch as much as I want. Um, I bought two new manga today on iBooks, um, that, that are, they're in, a, they're, uh, the first two uh, volumes in an Arrow manga series. That's erotic manga for you, Mike. Um, <laughs> And it's called Destiny Lovers. And it's all about a guy who promised himself to this girl as a kid. Yes. I have to explain what it is first so that so he, he's, he promised it. And then he gets then he gets kidnapped. And then now he's like in this prison where there's three super hot chicks. And then and then he finds out the warden of this prison is the girl that he promised himself to. And they're trying to take his virginity. And then I think it's like four or five other dudes virginity. Yes. And they say it's for this. It's for the the future and safety of humanity of mankind of mankind you use the word try i'm like in reality there would be no trying the guys <laughs> no, no, would just roll the over thing, and be no, like, no, no, all right no, do no, it no, no, Mike, but don't in, you believe but, in honor honor and no, loyalty but the thing is like he's like no i promised myself to her i'm not gonna exactly. fuck these other women 
and I'm sitting there reading this and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I, there would be no, I'd be like, yeah, no, she's putting her tits in my face. She's put my dick in her mouth. Yep. We're going. This is done. This is what, a done what are those deal. Condoms at? <laughs> Fuck the condom. She, she's like, I want it raw, but take it. She's like, but Greg, I have AIDS. It's okay. Hey, you know what? In the heat of the moment, if it's for the sa- if, if it's for the future and safety of, of mankind, I'll take it. We'll take this hit. <laughs> so I like how like David throws himself into the story now. He's like, we'll take this. We'll hit. do this. <laughs> I'm your buddy, Greg. David we'll do this together. Up. I'm here too. Support. <laughs> that just kills Greg's motor right there. Just like, hey, Greg. <laughs> and now it's for show. <laughs> so, but I think what the great thing is is that what we went through as anime fans helped build what anime is now as an industry. Yeah. I think it allowed companies like Funimation, Crunchyroll to flourish and to come to pass because there's a growing demand for anime. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 2020 has kind of been a shit year for anime and, 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 and for everybody in general, um, conventions have been canceled. Shows have been postponed. Uh, movies have been postponed. Video games, uh, not a lot of video games. I mean, a lot of ones that are already done are coming They've out. Still, pushed, but, but yeah, but um, you know, to wrap it all up, I think 2021 is going to be something really rad for anime. Uh, David, Mike, I thank you guys for being in the studio with me today. Uh, thank you all to the listeners for continually supporting us. Again, you can check us out on RaymanDigital.com or RaymanDigitalMedia.com, uh, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, Google Play. Am I missing any of the other any of them, Mike? No. Um, check us out. Support us. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, like I said, we'll be posting that link to the Evangelion films. Uh, they go until April 30th. Uh, definitely check them out. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next time on Otaku. Again, I'm Gregory Darkside Holmes. Uh, no!